this be one of the best moments of your life. You're listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business with Senior Editor Dennis Estopase. Welcome to Tuesdays at BM with Laika, where Business Mirror columnist Laika Balita shares with us her thoughts on life. For the text version online, please go to the Business Mirror website and search for Laika Balita. For the print edition, please read Laika's column onwards every Tuesday in the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. My friend's grandfather recently had a stroke, so his family, uh, they spent several hours in an ambulance looking for a hospital which had space. So after spending so many hours, they found one, but that hospital did not have the medical equipment that the grandfather needed. Only one expensive hospital was available, which had the needed equipment and available space, and that space happened to be a private room. After one week, uh, the grandfather recovered enough to be discharged. But here's the problem. The hospital policies apparently provided that the patient could not be released unless there was full payment of the bill. The bill cost over 300,000 pesos. No promissory notes and no installment payment allowed. They had to pay the full bill straight up. The family asked what would happen if they couldn't pay the entire bill yet, and they were told that the grandfather would not be released. He would be allowed to stay in his room, where he wouldn't be regularly checked anymore except in case of emergency. But they also had to pay the 3,000 peso plus bill per day of stay. All of this despite the pandemic, which has obviously affected not only our health, but also our finances. Stories like these give rise to the question on whether policies like this should even be allowed. Of course, we have the law. We have Republic Act 9439, which essentially makes it illegal for a hospital to detain recovered patients because of non-payment of hospital bills. However, this law does not cover patients who stay in private rooms. Maybe the legislators, Congress, they assume that those in private rooms would be financially capable of paying even six figures for a few days of stay. So they were exempted from the coverage of the law. But they did not foresee the possibility that there will be emergencies where only these private rooms are available, and the choice of a private room is not exactly voluntary. To the financially privileged, it's very easy to say that people can just figure out how to pay bills that big anyway, kung gusto may paraan. But this is easier to say in theory. I shared the story of the grandfather to our house helper, and his response? He would rather die than let his family deal with a bill that big. When I told this to other house helpers, their responses were a little more optimistic. They said that there are many kind private persons and there are government agencies who can give donations. But in the case of my friend's family, they actually had to borrow money to pay off most of the bill. That's because the hospital did not accept DSWD assistance. And in a pandemic, donating five or six figures in cash straight up isn't that easy. So it's really a take-it-or-leave-it situation. It's so capitalist and so heartless. In the words of our house help, walang puso. It may be argued that hospitals have to do this to keep running, you know, and the interests of the patients should be balanced with the financial interests of the investors of the hospital. But should monetary interest and the life be balanced in the first place? Isn't one clearly more important than the other? 
Anyone with basic empathy, basic human decency would agree that healthcare shouldn't be a privilege anyway, especially in a pandemic. These stories give rise to related questions. So, how much should our healthcare professionals who risk their lives daily in this pandemic, how much should they be paid considering that one patient's hospital bills for one week can reach over 300,000 pesos? Are the current rates of these professionals proportional? We can't place absolutely all the blame on hospitals, of course. Some of them really try to help those in need. They pay their professionals, their nurses as well, and they're more lenient with company policies in order to accommodate their patients. Maybe the hospitals in the Philippines today didn't create this for-profit healthcare system, and there are maybe bigger factors that resulted to this. But whatever the cause, this is how it is right now. Maybe the full payment business model worked in the past when hospitals had more available spaces and the economy wasn't down and there wasn't any pandemic. So before the pandemic, maybe expensive private rooms not covered by the law were mostly for those who voluntarily chose those private rooms. The full payment model guaranteed payment for the hospitals and high prices were appropriate. They were fit for the intended market who could handle full payment immediately on the spot. So it was more of a fully consensual transaction where patients could choose hospitals based on their respective financial capabilities. But today, in a pandemic, the model is outdated. It's not appropriate anymore. With the virus, a struggling economy, and packed hospitals, people don't really have a choice when it comes to which hospital and which room to avail in cases of emergency. So it's no longer a purely voluntary transaction. Patients are at the mercy of whichever hospital has the space and equipment to accommodate them. There are really only two choices now. Bear the huge medical bills or completely forego medical treatment at the risk of losing a life. The factors that were considered in making the business model, the full payment business model in the past, those factors, they're not present anymore. If anything, the model that used to be more appropriate is now almost exploitative, even if the hospitals don't intend to do so. How, how is this okay? Thank you for listening to the Business Mirror Podcast. For a broader look on business, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Business Mirror. Until next time.